What's the use of you? I'm going back to the hospital, Connor, his grandma said, dropping him off at his house. I don't like leaving her like this. What do you need that's so important? There's something I have to do, Connor said, looking at the home where he'd spent his entire life. It seemed empty and foreign, even though it wasn't very long since he'd left. He realized it would probably never be his home again. I'll be back in an hour to get you, his grandma said. We'll have dinner at the hospital. Connor wasn't listening. He was already shutting the car door behind him. One hour, his grandma called to him through the closed door. You're going to want to be there tonight. Connor kept on walking up his own front steps. Connor, his grandma called after him, but he didn't look back. He barely heard her pull the car out onto the street and drive away. Inside, the house smelled of dust and stale air. He didn't even bother shutting the door behind him. He headed straight through to the kitchen and looked out of the window. There was the church on the rise. There was the yew tree standing guard over its cemetery. Connor went out across his backyard. He hopped up on the garden table where his mom used to drink pims in the summer, and he lifted himself up and over the back fence. He hadn't done this since he was a little kid. So long ago it had been his father who punished him for it. The break in the barbed wire by the railway line was still there, and he squeezed through, tearing his shirt, not caring. He crossed the tracks, barely checking to see if a train was coming, climbed another fence, and found himself at the base of the hill leading up to the church. He hopped over the low stone wall that surrounded it and climbed up through the tombstones, all the while keeping the tree in his sights. And all the while, it stayed a tree. Connor began to run. Wake up, he started shouting before he even reached it. Wake up. He got to the trunk and started kicking it. I said, wake up. I don't care what time it is. He kicked it again and harder and once more. And the tree stepped out of the way so quickly that Connor lost his balance and fell. You will do yourself harm if you keep that up the monster said, looming over him. It didn't work, Connor shouted, getting to his feet. You said the yew tree would heal her, but it didn't. I said if she could be healed, the yew tree would do it, the monster says. It seems that she could not. Anger rose even higher in Connor's chest, thumping his heart against his ribcage. He attacked the monster's legs, battering the bark with his hands, bringing up bruises almost immediately. Heal her. You have to heal her. Connor, the monster said. What's the use of you if you can't heal her, Connor said, pounding away. Just stupid stories and getting me into trouble and everyone looking at me like I've got a disease. He stopped because the monster had reached down a hand and plucked him into the air. You are the one who called me Connor O'Malley, it said, looking at him seriously. You are the one with the answer to these questions. If I called you, Connor said, his face boiling red, tears he was hardly aware of streaming angrily down his cheeks, it was to save her. It was to heal her. 
there was a rustling through the monster's leaves, like the wind stirring them in a long, slow sigh. I did not come to heal her, the monster said. I came to heal you. Me? Connor said, stopping his squirming in the monster's hand. I don't need healing. My mom's the one who's... But he couldn't say it. Even now he couldn't say it. Even though they'd had the talk. Even though he'd known it all along. But of course he had. Of course he did. No matter how much he'd wanted to believe it wasn't true. Of course he knew. But still he couldn't say it. Couldn't say that she was... He was still crying furiously and finding it hard to breathe. He felt like he was splitting open, like his body was twisting apart. He looked back up at the monster. Help me, he said quietly. It is time, the monster said, for the fourth tale. Connor let out an angry yell. No, that's not what I meant. There are more important things happening. Yes, the monster said. Yes, there are. It opened its free hand. The mist surrounded them again. And once more, they were in the middle of the nightmare. Mm-hmm.